Hello and welcome to the NFT Roundup. This is your bite-sized chunk of NFT news from the week. I'm your host, GBT. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, if you want to support the channel, please click that like and that subscribe button as it really does help us. And leave us a comment and let us know what we probably missed this week from the news or what your thoughts are on what we do cover. Calcio is not with us today as he's got the audacity to go away on holiday and he's currently sunning himself in Tenerife. Um, but we've got a bit of a treat. We've got Harvey from the Blocks NFT project. How are you doing today, Harvey? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be on. Thanks for having me. Have me back. You are more than welcome anytime, anytime. Um, obviously, Blocks launched not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It's been one of the only projects that has uh, pushed through well on the uh, yeah. on the sort of little NFT bear market that we've had. How's it all been going over there? It's been kind of mad. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's <laughs> what well, it's been almost a month. It'll be a month next week. So month on the twenty second, and. Yeah, just keep. I feel like we keep going from strength to strength. Like more people keep on boarding like each day, and I'm always like looking at like uh, all the new people that come involved and all the people that are like just finding it as well. Like through other projects, we've just started like getting like collabs together. Like we've been working with Whiskers, and we've got t-shirts coming up with them, and then Atomo Kids coming up as well, which is a great new project. There's been like so much going on. I was gonna say there's a cool little group forming. It seems like yeah, um, with you yeah. guys and Whiskers and Vinnie Hager and yeah. Tony Lasso and um, of all you guys kind of help, helping each other out. And it's uh, really really cool to see these kind of collaborations uh, working really well. Yeah, it's been like I don't know if you've seen the other day we were on like a space and there was like honestly there was like like twelve collections on the on the stage. It was like absolutely mad. I'm sitting there like <laughs> how did I even get this position? Like what's going on? <laughs> But it's been, I have yeah, noticed been every time great. I log on to Twitter, there seems to be uh, you guys in another Twitter spaces with some of the projects, <laughs> and they, they're such a great way of bringing people together in the space. And so it's really good to see. Yeah, it's been it's been really good, and it's like I keep saying, like we're sort of building up this like nice like like art community with all these like little chains of like little little projects in it, and it's nice to be able to do all these collaborative things together. Awesome, man! It's, as I say, really good to see. And yeah, your price action, your floor price—not that that's uh, the important metric we want to look at in all these projects—has uh-huh. um, really bucked the trend in comparison steady. to, to it's the rest steady. of the market. Yeah, it's been really yeah. steady because I was worried at the start because we had like we released and we did it over like three days, and it was like if you were around, you would have seen like how. Um, it was a. It wasn't as we didn't go to plan, and we ended up doing like thirty-hour spaces. And me and me and um, the developer and friend Josh were like total like. All, we did like two all-nighters, and it was like a total mess. But it was also like a beautiful mess because we were like watching yeah. all the pieces come through, and everyone was like like really excited and stuff. Um, and then we had like a little dip after launch where we like went down quite a lot, and I was like a little bit worried, yeah. but we've been very very steady since. So I'm I'm really pleased, yeah. and considering it's only been like a month, you know. I and that's, that's yeah, really normal. And I mean, I did see the issues that you guys had with uh, with the Mint and, you know, these things happen. It happens to a lot of projects, but mm-hmm. the way that you guys reacted to that was kind of second to none and really showed the sort of genuinity of you and your team and what you guys are doing over there. That mm-hmm. you sort of really pushed through on it, put all the hours in, kept everyone really up to date with what was going on. And I've never seen such a good reaction to, uh, you know, uh, what's quite frankly, was a, a bit of a fuck-up. <laughs> you know, your, <laughs> yeah. your community was was fully behind you. Yeah, I mean, they they seemed to really enjoy it. Like, we were doing, like, we did, like, these big spaces when we were going through, like, all the pieces coming through, and everyone, like, every time there was a new wave, everyone was like, absolutely buzzing. So, yeah, yeah, I mean... The wave thing worked really well, actually. It did. It, I was saying, we were saying this to the team the other day, I was like, I'd like to do that again, but just, like, plan it this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. last time, last time we, we thought we'd just, like, release the project and then, like, relax for, you know, a few hours, jump in spaces, have a nice chill chat. It ended up being, like, release the project and we were, like, all hands on deck for, like, you know, like, the yeah. next three days. We didn't expect that. 
But and what I good. also liked was the instant reveal. And yeah. I think I'm really hoping that more projects are going to bring this back because it's how it used to be yeah. before the sort of um, doing the delayed reveal, the metadata update has kind of become the the de facto thing to do in the in the um, in the space. But I actually, really enjoyed the the instant reveal, and it actually mm-hmm. sent a lot of people straight back onto secondary to try and get the one they wanted straight away. Yeah, well, it allowed people to sort of like pick out their favorites as they came through, which was nice. And it was, I mean, if we didn't have the instant reveal, it would have been awful. Like, imagine like the three day minting process that we had to go through because we had to do it in, in like little waves of whitelist and public and stuff. And if we did that and yeah. no one knew what they were getting, it would have been shambles. So, yeah. But instant reveals should be done much, much more often. It's much more interesting. I like like minting and then see it straight, seeing it straight away. It's like the sort yeah. of like, I guess it's um. I don't know. It's just much more connected to the piece. You don't have to wait like a week yeah. to see, and then obviously you don't have that like crazy like um, pre-reveal like spike, and then it, obviously when everything gets revealed, just boom, um, boom down the other way. Yeah, so I think it's better for the consumer, isn't it? It's like mm-hmm. um, because a lot of people do the the obviously the reveals. Um, it's good for the secondary sales for the project and often they make a lot of money on it because there's a lot of sales hype. And that's why a lot of projects a few months ago really stretching out their reveal timescales and you'd buy the NFT and it wouldn't reveal for like eight, nine, ten days sometimes because they're really trying to milk the secondary sales until that point and get that extra volume before the sell-off, which often happens after after reveal. But I think it's good in a number of ways. A, you get to see it instantly. B, you don't have to sit and wait for sort of ten days while the secondary market happens. And then the last thing is that you don't get such a dramatic sell-off at the end and that kind of panic selling that, that kind of happens after yeah. a reveal. Well, I think um, Cool Time said it a good way. I did a space with him and he was like, it just kind of shows that you've like that you've got confidence in the art. Like a lot, yeah. been, I mean, think about how many projects there are releasing like recently. I mean, there's, there'll be so many that do the instant reveal and, uh, no, sorry, do the um, like the pre-reveal sort of thing and uh, elongate it for as long as possible because they're, they know that it's like a bit, the art's a bit shaky. <laughs> so like, yeah. they want to like, yeah, milk it. So, I mean, for us, and I know for like, um, I know like Atomo kids are, are, are doing an instant review. Like we, we had to, con- and like Vinny obviously did one as well. Like we got confidence in what we were putting out. We know it's not, you know, a rug pull, so to say, so. I like that. I hope to see more of it. Well, we probably could chat about blocks for uh, a couple of hours here, but um, mate, I need to come on the podcast again. <laughs> That's how much we can speak about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, definitely, definitely, we're definitely gonna have you on, or we're gonna come on with some more of you, some more spaces with you. Yes, so I'm done for that as well. The trend that you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we better get to to the NFT roundup. Mm-hmm. So, um. Some big stuff happened this week in the in the uh, in the NFT news, and um, we want to keep these episodes short, so we're going to try and race through this a little bit. But I think this is going to be a little bit of a long one because the big news of the week was ApeCoin dropped. I'm assuming that you saw this. Yes, one. I mean it would be hard not to see it unless you literally just went, you know, just turned your phone off for for a few weeks. <laughs> so Yuga Labs have been making some pretty big plays in the market over the over over the last few weeks. Obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, Yuga Labs is the company that owns uh, Board Ape Yacht club and therefore mutant apes um, and the rest of that ecosystem they also recently purchased the ip rights to crypto punks and mebits so they're, they're probably the biggest the biggest company and name in the nft space at the moment it always is but pate- particularly at the moment it's a great time to be a board ape holder <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you don't say <laughs> amazing liquidation event so they've they've released ApeCoin. it was um well it's claimable by anyone who owns a, a board ape or a mutant ape 
the way that the token allocation works, they're launching a billion tokens. Um, the token allocation works. It's going to be 62% of that billion tokens is going into an ecosystem fund, of which 150 million is going to Board Ape and Mutant Ape holders. Um, they're then going to have a treasury of 470 million Ape token, um, and the rest of the, the token is going to get allocated to, I think it's 16% to Yuga Labs and, um, and Charity uh, contributions that are doing 14% to uh, launch contributors to the launch of the ApeCoin and 8% to the uh, Board Ape founders. Um, let's quickly just have a look at that 150 million to the Board Ape and the Mutant holders. So that's like 10, I think it's 10,000 tokens to a, to a Board Ape holder, um, which is great. At the current price, so we record this on Friday, it's uh, 1 pm GMT on Friday, uh, the 18th of March, and the current token price at the moment is about $15. Jeez. So if you owned a board ape, your current token value that you could just claim is $150,000. That's, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Like, it's crazy. It's just, there's, not, not really, there's not much words you can really <laughs> say beside that. Like you, own an, like you own an NFT that's worth like a quarter of a million and then you just get gifted another 150. Like that's unbelievable isn't it? it's absolutely insane and and what did if you bought this at mint it cost you like 200 dollars <laughs> a year ago not even a year ago it's not even a year oh my god that yeah i mean it's absolutely crazy if you bought a board ape for 200 dollars uh, less than a year ago uh current net worth on that is you bought apes 100 eth so that's what 300 grand your mutant ape is 22 eth that's about 66 grand your kennel club is at 8 eth that's 24 grand and you thought and you from that you get about 14,000 ape coin which is another 200 grand so add that all together your net worth of your board ape ecosystem from your 200 dollar investment if you diamond handed it all the way through 590k um that's so with eth at 3000 which we're, we're sort of teetering around at the moment but what a crazy amount from an investment and what other in what other areas in your life have you got that kind of opportunity um to to make those kind of gains off an investment oh my god the, the way they've done this launch and the reason that the price is so high is because they've just absolutely smashed this so mm-hmm. as the tokens launch it's launched listed on all of the major exchanges so binance coinbase kraken fdx gemini uniswap etoro to name but a few the tokens launched on all of these exchanges on day one all of these exchanges also put out a tweet um yesterday in the build-up saying that they were going to support it i think one an hour of the big ones that came out i mean again it's they've got to change the game again yuga labs this is kind of what they're getting known for the strength of their brand really shines through here and shows that how big the nft market ha- is getting in general I'm, mm-hmm. I can't think of any other kind of ecosystems being able to launch on so many exchanges. Um, and really, like I know, I know um, some companies that have launched their own their own crypto, and the battles they have to go through to get on some even some of the smaller exchanges, where these exchanges are after asking them from one point five million dollars just to you know <laughs> consider putting them onto the exchange is crazy. So uh, the fact they've been able to do this is just nuts and with the the market valuation on uh, looking at the market cap of a billion tokens and 15 dollars per token at the moment that puts it above dogecoin that puts it like rank 13th in the overall crypto market i know considering it's only been out for a few days as well it's absolutely rocketed already yeah, one day I 24 know. hours i mean just the <laughs> like when we're looking through like the list of like the exchanges are on already it just proves how big they've become like the fact that within like what was it, a week and a half they've bought punks and then released apecoin 
Like that's massive. Yeah, that's like yeah. That must be some like the, surely they planned this so well, like with all these exchanges to release it like so so soon after. Like it was, you can tell that they were, they, were, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, so a few people have said that why didn't they um, kind of announce the Lava Labs acquisition at the kind of at the same time? Yeah. But I think actually they they paced that really well. No, I, I agree. I think the Lava Labs acquisition hype, massive news, was it even itself stimulus into the NFT market. Yeah. Um, and to then do the coordinated announcements of the major exchanges, the announcements of the of the ApeCoin, everyone's just got like had their mind blown. And you think also with the NFT market was in a bit of a bear market. A lot of companies are actually pushing back things like NFT mint dates and delaying themselves until the market picked up. You can absolutely like, we don't care about any of that. We're big. We're not going to change anything that we're doing. They just came out like at this time, and in fact. Again, they've done another big play, which could act as a, a, a serious, a serious market stimulus for NFTs because of the liquidation event that it's given to to holders. Because they can actually imagine if you had bought a board ape, you've only got one board ape, it's worth all this money. You're under quite a lot of pressure to mm. to sell it to, especially if it represents you know like upwards of fifty percent of your net worth. You've then been by getting airdropped this ape token, you've presented this opportunity to actually take. Um, some profits on your on your board ape ecosystem without actually climbing out the ecosystem so you can be still be a member of the club you can still be a big part of it you don't have to sell all of it and you can get this this um injection of 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 liquidity that isn't necessarily coming from the nft market because i think the broader crypto market is also now um funneling funneling money in this direction mm-hmm so the question really is: Are these are these board ape holders going to spend this money in the NFT market, or are they going to spend it on doing you know doing their extension on their house? I mean, I think it's fair enough either way. I, to like the fact that they were able to gift like sort of gift this amount of money to like so many holders just for like being loyal to the brand really and for sticking in for so long is like insane. I mean, it's kind of fair enough what what they do if they want to go. Build build a new garage, like have a double garage, get a Ferrari. I mean, it's kind of like fair play. But then it also it would be nice to see like yeah. if a a good um bunch of like the holders who don't necessarily like need it because I know there's so many holders that have got, they'll have like twenty apes and stuff don't necessarily need this extra yeah extra money if they went and invested into like smaller projects that are just building up and stuff that would be good for like the whole um NFT like sort of ecosystem because obviously we are in a bit of a, a bit of a lull at the moment so this might be like a good catalyst to yeah. shoot us all back up again so who knows and it also shows the difference between lava labs and yuga labs and um i think one of the things that I, I thought was great about yuga labs buying cryptopunks and mebits for the holders is that lava labs i mean <laughs> I'm sure they didn't intend this, but they kind of had this air of superiority mm-hmm. that they didn't really contribute a lot to the space. When they launched Mebits, they did it as, um, a, I think they did it as a Dutch auction and they raised about $75 million <sighs> off, off, off that sale, but they didn't, haven't really in, well, it doesn't, hasn't evident in any way that they've really put that money back into the space. So they drew a lot of criticism from people that said basically they've just drained $70 million mm-hmm. out of the NFT market. Whereas you can see Yuga Labs, it actually looks like they've actually just done this massive stimulus injection into the NFT market, yeah. um, which is which is which is great to see, and they're such great um, custodians of, of 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 these projects, and one of the reasons why they've become such a such a massive massive brand in such a small amount of time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're literally like the like in NFT wise, they're the biggest sort of brand in the space now by far. Like, especially because now they've bought punks, 
and bought like me bits and everything. They, they, they're like, yeah. like I can't think of anyone, anyone else that really comes like as close to like the pool that they've got. Like, they're literally like you get like all these musicians are using it as like like album covers now. And then I seen their, yeah. I was looking through Twitter the other day, and they're like, there's a board ape restaurant opening. Like there is. Like it's crazy. They better actually have waiters and waitresses dressed as board. Probably, like. I could see it, but I could see it. And you could probably, and like, you could probably only enter if you've got an ape as well. Like, probably that that's, might even yeah. be one of the um, restrictions, I guess. But yeah, pay pay an ape coin. I hope. As oh, well, well you be sorted. <laughs> with your three hundred dollars yeah. with my three hundred dollars yeah. that I just bought, yeah, it's the only uh, the only uh, liquid asset I had on the exchange that I wanted to use. Um, but yeah, showing that sort of um, that that brand power, I think it also shows with the um, kind of people that they've got on the board. So the eight Dow board has some um, really big players in the space. I'm going to race through them, and I'm probably going to pronounce some of these names um, names incorrectly. So so don't kill me if I do. But uh, Alexis Ahanian, who's um, one of the co-founders of Reddit and also Seven Seven Six massive player in the in in the nft space amy Wu, head of ventures and gaming at ftx maria bajwa is principal at sound ventures yatsu who's a co-founder and chairman at uh, animoca brands which is the company that owns the sandbox uh, dean steinbeck the president and general counsel at horizon labs i mean yuga have just smashed this haven't they i mean they they the playbook that yuga labs is running from is um i'm it's going to go down in in history isn't it it's like one of these like how to how to how to create a brand how to make a product they are you know like apple did with with the the ipod with the advert and branding they did around that was just massive um and really way that they nailed that i think this is going to be seen a lot along those lines the 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 plays that they've made in the last few weeks yeah i mean from a business standpoint like looking at everything they've like they've just ticked every box i mean like you know, if you're running a brand and you're getting all all of this like exposure from you know all the big exchanges, all these sort of like massive names on the board, like it's just sort of perfect for them. So I've I've just got hopes that it uh, it works out for the whole space as a whole, and yeah. like you know can and the revenue can sort of flow into all the the sort of mini avenues of art that we've got going would be like ideal for the space. And if that happens, then it's like yeah. then they've then they've really smashed it in my opinion. If they if they can give back, yeah. like we were saying, if they can give back to the whole community and the whole um the ecosystem like we said then it's then yeah it's yeah home run yeah so i guess it's going to be that battle now with the on the token is um between holders wanting to take some profits whilst maintaining their membership to board apes mm-hmm. and mutant apes the ecosystem against the people that ha- can't afford to uh, purchase one of these really expensive assets but they can buy some of the token get some exposure to the governance of the ape of the ape token and also feel that they're part of the uh yuga labs kind of um asset i keep saying ecosystem but i think it's the best word to describe it yeah no, i don't even know what other word to use to be honest it just works doesn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah family <laughs> the, the board ape family you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see how they come up against each other and I think that that is the battle until we see um, some kind of major utility for the ape coin so the question really is is will the speculation maintain the price whilst we wait for the real utility of the coin because at the moment what can you use your ape coin for it's pretty limited mm. I'm sure that they're going to bring out a lot of stuff very quickly I know there's a lot of news about them going to be doing some kind of um, metaverse style land purchasing um for for uh, within the board ape community um, <laughs> ecosystem again so i'm sure that's going to be a, a big part of it 
you've got things like um, Animoca Brands, who's the people who own the sandbox, are on the team, are on the on, on the team for the for the DAO. So I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of big sandbox integration. They've already integrated it with one of their existing games called Benji Bananas, where that you can actually do play to earn to earn the ape coin, and, I, and you can use the ape coin I think for some in-game purchasing things like that. The partnerships they got with the exchanges really shows that they're going to be able to get some really big part. I'm sure they're already agreed as well. Huge partnerships with huge brands. And I'm sure that we're going to see um, a lot of stuff that is exclusive to people who own the ApeCoin purchasing, like just massive brands, not just in Web3, but across across um, all our all the other spaces as well. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I, just, I mean... Looking at like all it's all these brands and and like figures and like the way that they've done it, like I just really hope that it does filter back in because a lot of you know when we look at like the traditional sort of space, like these sort of brands, like they they make their money and then that's kind of it, and they put it back into making themselves more money. And I hope that they take the precedent that yeah. they should make they should be helping like the the whole space rather than just themselves. And maybe that's why they bought the punks, which would be which would be great yeah. for like the longevity of the whole NFT market and for all the marketplaces and all the artists and everyone involved. So fingers crossed. I mean, let's hope so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they really do. As I said before, they look, they are well known as mm-hmm. being really good custodians of, of board apes, the main, the main thing. So hopefully that they, I th- and I think they are, I think they're, they're well known for, for it. So, um, yeah, well, let, let's, let's hope that, uh, they don't, don't drain the market, but at the moment yeah. it's looking like actually, yeah, they're going to be bringing a lot of, a lot of revenue into the market and hopefully it gets distributed in the right way and not just on, uh, another shitty rug project yeah i know it's <laughs> massive news though like just reading through like everything about it like it's the scale of it is yeah it's huge not yeah. just yeah i mean it's just blown up twitter isn't it yeah i know i mean like they've really they're like a proper like like a proper gargantuan brand now like yeah. if anything that you know they're one of the ones that you'll, you'll recognize like instantly yeah, and people who don't know NFTs know them. You know, yeah, um, they yeah. know Bored Apes. I think whenever I speak to people about NFTs that aren't on board, they say, oh, is that the thing with those apes? Those lazy apes, people, a lot of people say, <laughs> like, they're bored, bored apes, bored apes. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, we could probably talk for this for hours. I mean, I really see, I'm not financial advice, but I really see this um, popping into the top 10 cryptos in no time at all, you know. Um, but it will depend on them maintaining this hype and speculation, and I think they will continuously bringing out these these additional utilities over the next sort of every few days, maybe over next week. We should see we should see a lot of that stuff coming out. Um, but we should probably talk about some other news. Yes. Um, since we're the NFT roundup and not the board eight roundup. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of the things that happened this week in the news, it's a EU based news, but um, the EU voted not to ban proof of work crypto mining, which is obviously great for Bitcoiners. Um, they were looking at it due to the obvious environmental concerns that, that we've had uh, on the agenda for a while for proof of work. Um, but this victory means that the proof of work regulation is really just going to, the can's going to get kicked down the road. I mean, it's not, they're not out of the woods. I'm likely to come back with some more regulation on this. Um, there's a lot of false um, facts out there about proof of work. A lot of it is is done in sustainable green um, practices, but again, it is still a massive issue. And I think mm-hmm. it definitely needs some regulation. Um, what that's going to look like, uh, over the next months and years, um, I don't know. Um, but the main thing I can really say from it is Vitalik, when ETH2. That's what we need. <laughs> when? I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> Everyone's been, asking for it. We've been speaking, I've been speaking about like, I, I mind, um, 
would have been like a year a year and a bit ago when all the environmental concerns really started like picking up and we were speaking about it but um yeah we're sort of waiting for like a an east to sort of um alternative i guess maybe to to um a bit more of a environmentally friendly way yeah. um of going about the whole crypto sort of ethereum uh, market but yeah i mean it, it does it depends if you don't overuse it then like you you know it'd be like anything if you don't sort of kick the arse out of it you, you know it's, it might, might be all right yeah i mean so also it's um it's a bit of skewed isn't it i mean yeah. the best thing about crypto why i got into it is the tech the fact that the tech manages um manages the system you know you rely on the code it's an automated automated system you don't need a middleman a person to do something and if you mm-hmm. look at like the existing financial system i mean like Citibank, i think employs like 250,000 people globally. What's the carbon footprint of 250,000 people? <laughs> you compare, compare that to what it is running. And that's just a small part of the financial system. If you compare that to, say, Bitcoin, how does that actually measure up? And I think it's easy to take these clickbaity titles about how much energy um, Bitcoin mining or Ethereum proof of work you know, um, takes. But Really, if you crunch down into the figures and compare it to the existing financial markets, it's it's, it's um, probably quite uh, comparable. Okay, so uh, another thing that was big in the news this week, and not a lot of details on this one, but it's been rumoured that NFTs will be coming to Instagram. So Zuckerberg, who really wants to become the um, the, the the face of of <laughs> NFTs, um, oh is cited to have said that NFTs will be coming to Instagram soon, um, as he's been stressing the importance of integrating the metaverse in, in everything that they do. Um, a pit, what's your thoughts on Zuckerberg? First of all, uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean. I don't like him. <laughs> I'll just be honest. I don't. I mean, he's quite hard to like, isn't he? He's so robotic. Yeah. Like, it's, you can't. I can't connect with him. You expect like usually like people that you like. Oh, I quite like them. They show some sort of emotive response when they're speaking about things. He's just so one dimensional. Like it's ironic yeah. actually, considering he's trying to break into the metaverse dimension. It's ironic. Yeah, I, I watched the the video of him announcing like the whole metaverse thing, and I was like, oh, it's just so it's just so cringy. Like, just it's just him. I, it's just him. Like, why why is he the face of it? <laughs> <laughs> I think stuff like that where you've got someone who's so famous coming into um into the space it should be like really really bullish and uh people it like normally it really really drives the market on but so many people cringe when it's someone like uh, like Zuckerberg because yeah. he's got just such a bad reputation for things like data privacy oh. and just kind of like the and you know just the whole kind of Facebook story how they kind of screwed a load of people over to mm-hmm. kind of create it and yeah, it's just a bit cringe and a bit painful. But I mean, there's there's definite benefits to it. I mean, I'm not sure how it's going to work. Will it be, you know, minting your any picture you like as an NFT? Is it only going to be available to sort of big influencers with verified accounts? Are they going to do, go down the, the route of having curated content where you have to apply to be a someone who can actually create NFTs on their space and sort of verified accounts? We don't know any of these details. I mean, I'm predicting that it's obviously not going to be on ETH mainnet for a start um, and I very much think that we will see um, some form of meta chain or something that they yeah, create that would be likely because they're not going to use someone else's IP are they really a company like meta no no I mean you even just looking at like Zuck's history, like he's just gonna he's gonna go off and do something, or he'll try and buy some other something to, to just add to the collection almost that's a, that's a good point yeah yeah, probably buy and rebrand someone yeah, else's. Yeah, probably. Someone else's. It's very uh, likely. Someone else's chain. Um, but yeah, uh, Jimmy T predicts MetaChain. That's gonna. <laughs> that is my prediction <laughs> of the week. 
Um, but yeah, it could be a big, you know, I talked about last week about that we need like a mass onboarding event for normies to get the muggles mm. in. Um, and this, this could be it. Uh, but obviously the, always the risk with that is if it's not done right, we don't want to import onboard a load of people badly into the space. Um, so hopefully they can well, get it right. It could go like, I think it could go like sort of one or two ways. Like it either works out in like, you know, as people that in their space, works out in our favor. Um, and get you get this good onboarding of people and all this like new eyes and and it, and that and that would be and that's always great to sort of you know increase the um, the avenues that we all have but it, with Zuckerberg in the front face of it it could also go the other way where everyone sees it and they're like oh God's sake not this guy again and then it does the total opposite so. I don't know. We'll see. If anyone's needed an anonymous digital identity, it's Zuckerberg, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Watch him be one of the Medici's. <laughs> can, he, can he undox himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. That would be ideal. This is a new service that someone needs to bring out, undox.io. Just a raise on memory of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on with yeah. the Dr. Disrespect, a well-known YouTuber um, and Twitch streamer. Um, has been selling NFT beta access to his upcoming game. So I think it was in December um, last year that he created a new game studio called Midnight Society uh, with a guy called uh, Guy Beam, who's um, I think well known in the in the gaming space. Um, they promised the most community focused online PvP multiplayer experience the world has ever seen. Big claim. Um, and to do that, they want you basically to buy their NFT and uh, use it as venture capital to actually build this thing because they don't have the game announced. They don't have uh, really anything announced apart from the fact that um, the famous guy with the famous moustache is going to be uh, is going to be bringing out this big game as part of his new gaming studio. And please trust us and give us all your yeah. money. Yeah, no, not for me. Not for me. I mean, like, it's like with games as well, you always get these, like, they release, like, the, the amazing, like, trailer that's actually not gameplay. And you're like, yeah, wow, oh, yeah. this is like the op. This is, they've not even done that. Completely like, this is just like nothing. They're, they're just promising, like, the one sentence of nice words. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it'd be great. Like, please buy it. Like, yeah, I don't think buying into uh, a game that you've not even seen anything from, not even, not even yeah. the, the fake trailer. Like, we don't even have that. Like, wh- what is, what, what are you what, buying? What, 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 if someone launched this on Kickstarter positioned in the same way, they wouldn't get anywhere, would they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess they're just trying to leverage the fact that he's, like, you know, a famous Twitch streamer yeah. and YouTuber and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Be warned. It's a bit I'd of a dodgy say. one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, definitely, yeah, we, a bit of a dodgy we one. see it a lot, especially like we use the Logan Paul example with Logan Paul's eggs. It's just because they're a big, massive name does not mean that their project's gonna instantly bang and do well. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like literally like there's heaps of them coming in. All these like celebrities, and you can tell which ones are are gonna be a bit dodgy and which ones yeah. aren't. So this is one. This is this is nearing towards a sort of dodgy mark. Yeah, I'm not dodgy, gonna lie. Dodgy, dodgy, <laughs> Doctor Dodgy disrespect. Um, <laughs> so let's move on the last story we're going to cover this week is the MeBits Lava Lab puzzle so MeBits actually um, well Lava Labs put a little puzzle within the MeBits um, collection that has only just been solved this week by three people so um, there was a um an NFT drop done by Proof Collective where they did 20 artworks from 20 anonymous artists um, and the names of the artists were revealed after Mint one of them turned out to be Lava Labs. I think it was uh, Grail Number Eleven is what it was called. It was generative art, um, and Lava Labs, as people, I'm sure people know, are well known for creating CryptoPunks and Mebits. So, someone in their Discord, I think his name was Icy, um, noticed that there was like a, a board around the artwork which was L. Somebody else were 
upright, some of them were upside down, and he kind of suggested, you know, what what is this? Someone should look into this. Um, the three people that solved the pub- puzzle uh, decrypted it, uh, turned it into binary, put it through ASCII, and decrypted it, and it had a little um, se- sentence that said, secret is in the pig numbers. Now, they went through, I think, um, I'm not sure how long they took doing it, but it went through so many different ways of trying to interpret the, the numbers of the pigs within the, the MeBits collection. But it turned out that on their jerseys, there were there were numbers on their jerseys. And if they put um, concatenated those together um, and, inter- and interpreted it as an ETH private key, it gave them access to a wallet. And in that wallet was a MeBit, um, number 2858 um, and 0.0. 0- Sorry, zero point zero two five ETH, which is pro- just enough ETH to um, to actually transfer it to, to another wallet. So pretty cool. I love an Easter egg. Um, Lava Laps have had that in the collection since launch. So it's been there a long time, and no one's ever solved it or seen it. And I love the way that they've kind of dropped it with encrypted it within this other collection and artwork that they've done. And people have actually spotted it, come together, and, and, and solved it. I quite like it actually. I mean, it's 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 something different. I like that it's one of those things that takes ages to solve. Like it's just this like little Easter egg hunt that, that has not been solved for however long, and then now it now it finally is. I think more like little things like that would be nice to see as well, like little um, Easter egg hunts or like puzzles within like collections would be good. That's something that I probably should have done when I released blocks, done a little puzzle thing involved. That would have been kind of cool. I was about that's my next yeah. question was going to be now. Where 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 are you going to announce that there's a little Easter egg within blocks that no one's found yet? There, I mean, there's lo- I mean, there's Easter eggs in every single piece, pretty much. But they're all like related. They're all things that I sort of know. Like nothing, like nothing that needs decoding. Yeah, or some anything. personal in jokes. We did actually. Funny fact, we did. Um, we we're, we're redoing our website, right? We actually, uh, Josh put in um in the code. Um, if whoever found this little bit of code would get would get an, an allowless whitelist spot. Oh, nice! And no one found it. Oh, really? That was I, we've actually I've never I've never said that. Yeah, we put it in the code. I just remembered that, and um, to see if anyone was gonna like, because he he was saying he does like hacking and stuff at uni. Is it still on there now? Uh, it won't be. The website's down at the moment. But um, he was like, he said. Um, he he said the first thing he would do is he would probably like go through and like look through the code and stuff and he was like oh so if anyone thinks like like how I would then they'll find <laughs> like an allow spot but um, yeah no one did no one did in the end they missed their shot oh, I like that <laughs> I'm gonna now lose so much time scanning the source code for every bloody website now I don't have any NFT drop trying to find stuff um, yeah I just have it it's the power of people coming together and doing these things and I think of like. Uh, it's it's really good to see and it's cool and it's it's fun. Um, I think I really need to get these guys actually solving some real problems in the world. <laughs> I mean, how long did they spend getting yeah, this I mean, bit? I mean, it's turned out to be profitable, but you know, like we've got some issues out there at the moment. Yeah, we've we've got a lot. We could we could do with some yeah. some problem solvers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think actually, I mean, I can't I can't criticize because we put um, some Easter eggs in our in our in our last podcast that dropped last night. Uh-huh. Um, it was the interview with the Whiskers guys, and we put it was just little things on the TV screens in the background to to get them to get an allow list spot. Um, and people went mad for it. They loved it. So we're going to definitely try and do a bit more of that. There's no Easter eggs in this episode of the NFT Roundup. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, scroll. Yeah. don't watch this at 0.25 <laughs> speed trying to find, trying to, trying to, trying to find it because um, it's not there. Um, spend your, spend your time, go and see your family, spend your, spend your time better. Yes. <laughs> do that drink some water <laughs> exactly um but yeah definitely definitely check out that whiskered podcast if you haven't done already um 
massive thanks, Harvey, for joining us for the NFT roundup. Um, I'm going to try and cut this one down so it's a, a bite-sized chunk, but I, I think we're probably just going to end up doing <laughs> doing a bit of a longer one. Don't worry, I'm going to cut me mostly. I'll try yeah. and leave your bits in. No, that's fine. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> I mean, I, I waffled a little bit, so you can cut. You can you can make 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 me sound good. Yeah, the waffling's my job. The waffling's <laughs> my job around here. Um, we're gonna. We've still got um, Calcio, as, as I say, is away in the cattery at the moment. Although I always think that sounds more like somewhere where you would go to eat cats, like a cattery. Yeah, if, oh, yeah, like a carvery for cats. <laughs> yeah. But he's um, he's in Tenerife, so he he's away at the moment. And he's gonna be away next week, and we've got another massive guest already lined up, big name in the space to help us uh, present the news. So for everyone watching, if you want to support us, support the channel. All you have to do is hit that like and subscribe button. Um, hit the notification bell. I'm not sure if it actually ever does anything on YouTube, but if you want to be the anyway. first to watch our just, episodes, just do, just do it anyway. Just do, do it, it anyway. Yeah, hit, hit, it like, just hit all the buttons. That's the, just, that's all the buttons the you can. Not, yeah. not the dislike one. No, Ignore that, that one. one. Yeah, that one sounds like a friend. And leave us a comment if there was a bit of news that you think that we missed this week. Let us know. Call us out on that. Um, the podcast, we've got a Discord as well, the RCS Pod Discord. The link is in the bio. So if you join that, we've actually got a channel where you can um, suggest stuff throughout the week that you think that we should cover and hear us talking about it. So yeah, thanks very much. Have a good week. Have a good day. And uh, we will see you soon. Thank you.